Welcome to Be Truly Heard with me, coach and voice expert Anne Leatherland. If you're a woman in business looking to speak with authority, warmth and authenticity, this is the podcast for you. We'll explore valuable personal growth strategies alongside vocal skills so you can overcome confidence barriers and communicate what's inside. Your voice matters. It's time to be truly heard. Hello and welcome to this episode of Be Truly Heard with your host Anne Leatherland. Today we're going to be thinking about building confidence, that seemingly simple yet sometimes elusive thing. We've all felt a lack of it at one time or another, haven't we? Especially for me anyway, where we have to speak in an important meeting or give a presentation or perhaps meeting somebody new. I think of building confidence like building a house, one block at a time and one stage at a time. Confidence itself, though, if you think about it, is dynamic, isn't it? It changes according to our situation and how we feel. So how can we construct this house while still allowing it to bend and not break? Let's think more then about what confidence is before tackling the foundations. And then we can go on to the first floor and build a bit higher. So as I just said, first of all, confidence is dynamic. It changes all the time. We might be quite confident, for instance, with our family and friends. But the minute we have to speak to new people, we start to get those worries and we start to feel a bit nervous. Now, some of that is normal. It's built into us. But very often people tell me that they lack confidence when suddenly they have to stand up and speak in a meeting or a presentation because they feel that people might be judging them or they're wondering what people are thinking. And we can get consumed with these ideas and our confidence takes a dive. In my experience, it's not just a case of changing the mindset, although very often we have to start there, but we feel confidence in the body and in the voice as well. It's holistic. As I've said before, our voice depends on both our body and who we are in ourselves. So really, when it comes down to it, I've been thinking it's about positive self-perception and having that assurance that we are enough. We can go out there and people will accept us. Acceptance, as I spoke about in one of the early podcasts, is one of the things that's important to us. And a feeling of non-acceptance can make us feel nervous. Again, it's built into our survival system as humans, but we can learn to deal with it. Self-belief as well is important. It's part of what confidence is. Again, there's a link there to what I've said previously. So if you haven't heard some of the previous podcasts, go back and have a delve. Overall then, confidence, positive self-perception, assurance, self-belief. So how do we build the foundations of that? Well, first of all, that positive self-perception starts with building a positive self-image. Now, this, like a lot of things, takes practice. How can we do it? 
we're all down on ourselves from time to time. And thinking these days of social media, it's much easier to start comparing yourself to somebody else and feeling bad about it. So the first thing is stop comparing. Stop comparing. You are you and you are enough as you are. It's enough. Now, it's great to say that. We need to learn to believe it. One way that's really great, and I've done this exercise myself when I was training in coaching, is to find some trusted friends and ask them to write down for you or email you five or ten positive things about you that they really value. What makes them really value you in their friendship with you? It's a very powerful exercise and also very humbling. But I can advise that you do that if you're feeling particularly that you have a bit of a negative self-image. You can also reframe the voice in your head, the one that says, oh, you don't look right, you don't sound right, people are going to judge you, you're not as good as the last speaker. How can we overcome this? Well, we can tell it something else. We can say thank you for warning me, but actually I'm okay. Something that I do now is I keep a success jar. So I have a glass jar and I keep a little sticky note in it every time that I believe there's been something successful or worth celebrating in my life. I suppose I should call it a celebrations jar, really. We could just as easily do that for a positive attributes jar when something positive about us comes to mind. Or even if you've done the friends exercise, you could put the positive things in the jar as well. And then after a while, you go back and just look at all the things that are in the jar. It's hard sometimes to believe positive things about ourselves. I think certainly in the UK, we're brought up not to be too big headed and to be a bit self-deprecating. But there's nothing wrong in celebrating a real achievement or a real positive thing about yourself and being happy with that. Next, then, in the foundations is energy and knowledge of yourself, your inner self, that inner voice. Knowing your values and your beliefs and being able to show up so that these are in line with each other is going to help you tremendously. If we're driven by our values and we show up in the world according to them, then we have integrity. And that's really great for playing into positive self-image. We can engage with others and respond to them in a way that we know will be worthwhile and in a way that we know is authentic and it's truly us. And they'll respond back to us in a similar way. As well as this, having that knowledge of self builds resilience. Once we have the knowledge that we are a worthwhile person, we are positive, what we have to say is worthwhile, and our positive self-image has been built, then we become more resilient when we get knockbacks. We begin to learn how to actually deal with them and stay calm in the face of, for instance, criticism or judgment or interruptions in what we're saying. Having built the foundations, then we can move on to the first floor. For me, this is all about courage. So once we have those basics in place, we can move out and try new things. For instance, take training in something new. 
in the case of me speaking here, obviously it's going to be me advising you to take training for your voice or take coaching to help you to come to terms with these ideas about yourself. And it takes courage to do that. It also takes courage to apply the new skills that you learn and to dare to make mistakes along the way. Making mistakes is a vital part of learning. It's a vital part of developing and growing. If we never make a mistake, we never move forward. Think about how babies learn to walk. They fall over, they get up again, then they walk. Put yourself out there. This is about being assertive. And being assertive is a whole topic on its own, and I'll be doing it sooner or later. But what does this mean? Well, it means standing up for who we are without being aggressive. This is to do with the energy of how you use your body, your mind and your voice together. It's how that energy works through you and moves out to other people so that you communicate in the right way. You communicate in a way that says, I respect you and I expect respect from you in return. For instance, if you do this, you can find ways to handle those question and answer sessions at the end of meetings or at the end of presentations. Sometimes people just try to trip you up, don't they? But if you're secure in yourself and you have the right energy, you can stand up for yourself without sounding overly aggressive or pushy. You can have calm responses ready if somebody interrupts. Performers do it. Have you ever been to see a comedian who is suddenly heckled? They have an immediate put down. Now, I'm not suggesting that we do that in a professional environment. I don't think it would get us very far. But if you have something prepared to say, for example, thank you for your comment. Can we please deal with this later? I need to carry on. Then you can keep the control of what's going on. Finally, then, building to higher levels. How do we get beyond it? We've got the foundations. We've got our courage. We've started to put things into practice. Well, we need to learn to be adaptable. Learning to change things on the hoof can be a bit scary. But again, with good preparation and just thinking through and having that positive self-belief and positive self-image, we can learn to cope when the slide doesn't work or the technical system fails. You can handle it with calmness, but a bit of humour rather than going to pieces and thinking, oh, gosh, what will everybody think of me? So there we go again with the positive self-talk. You'll know what to say and you'll know how to handle it if you've prepared and if you can just keep yourself calm enough. If things go in an unexpected direction, be ready to change the route to suit your audience. This takes experience and practice and I might say as well some training, but it's worth going into. Greater emotional resilience is the next thing playing into building higher levels. Positive self-talk, do it literally, make it a habit, do it every day, even if you're not particularly worried about anything. Affirm yourself because you are worthwhile and what you have to say is worthwhile as well. You can use breathing and calmness strategies, perhaps mindfulness techniques. These are all things that you can learn to get you into a place where your body knows what to do 
when you suddenly are faced with one of these situations that would normally make you wobble a little bit. So then we've seen that confidence is a multifaceted thing, that it's dynamic and can change over time or in different situations. Obviously, the experience of it differs from person to person. But if we build good foundations using our values, self-belief and emotional resilience, we can build our confidence one block at a time. It takes courage and adaptability along the way, but it can be done with practice and experience. That's what I found anyway. I'd like to encourage you to reflect this week on your own confidence and consider what practical steps you might make in order to build it or improve it. Look out for some blogs related to this at my website, anneleatherland.co.uk and share your ideas and questions on the Be Truly Heard Facebook group where you'll also find free resources. That's it for this episode. I hope you found it helpful. Next week, a vital tool in your speaking and presenting armory to make sure that your audience pays attention and gets the right message. Thanks so much for joining me for this episode of Be Truly Heard. Please look out for future episodes and do subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow me on LinkedIn, Anne Leatherland, or learn more at anneleatherland.co.uk. If you have questions and comments about speaking with confidence, I'd love to hear from you and will respond in future episodes. Be Truly Heard is brought to you by Vocal Intuition and produced by The Podcast Boutique. I'm your host, Anne Leatherland. Bye for now.